Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. We're moving on because a year ago I had um, this guest on the show um, and she was talking about her first book. She's definitely uh, an incredible writer. She has the ability to write down um, thoughts and ideas and commit herself to it and inspire other people as well. Um, a year ago, we were talking about seven steps to finding flow. You can't avoid stress, but you can deal with it differently. And so I'm so delighted to have Nikki Robotham um, on the show again today. Um, she's just released her new book, Embrace Your Elegant Power, Your Path to Success Through Ease. Nikki, welcome. Great to have you back on the show. Thanks, Nikki. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Wow. So you are a prolific writer. How on earth do you get two books out so close to one another? Well, I think it's really about sharing the journey that I've been on because it became very obvious through my first book and all of the feedback I got from people who'd read it, you know, that so many people were struggling and they were looking for some guidance and, and a path that was more easeful in their lives. As I said in the first book, we can't avoid stress. But if I can share my journey and my learnings, which really helped people in the first book and help people get through to a more easeful way to navigate life in my second book, which is really that level up to shine, you know, I really wanted to be able to share that because I think it's so pivotal for right now as we help people to start trusting themselves again. Okay, so I mean, we I want to break that down an easeful way to navigate life. I wonder how many people are listening right now and just feeling that there is no easy way that life seems to be so difficult that there have been so many challenges um, in the external world and then obviously playing out internally. So it seems difficult challenge. I mean, I've listened to people's language, Nikki, um, so often, you know, and loss and illness and loss on all levels. Um, and so often I hear people talk about challenges and difficulties. So we're going to, I love that we're focusing on an easeful way to navigate life. I love that we're going to talk about it and then hopefully we're going to share some ideas um, with our listeners. Um, but, you know, I, I'd like to, um, after the break, I'd like to just get an idea, Nikki, of how you, you know, you were always in corporate and you were always very successful and you were always striving. So did that you know, did that play out as difficulty? Was it was, did it feel like it was challenging? And now you find the easeful way. If maybe you can share a bit of your story after the break. So please stay with us. We're going to be right back. Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Welcome back to the DL Link Show. I have Nikki Robotham on the show today. She is the founder of Inspired Change. She's an intuitive health coach, a speaker, thought leader, author of The Seven Steps to Finding Flow, Flip the Script on Stress. And now she's just released Embrace Your Elegant Power, Your Path to Success through ease. So Nikki, just before the break, I said, you know, a bit of your story. I mean, did you find making your way in the corporate world, working hard, that life was not easeful, but rather challenging and difficult? And how did it become easeful for you? Absolutely. And, and I still am in corporate. I'm navigating both. And I think a lot of people look at me and say, that can't be easy. But I think to your point, one of the biggest, you know, processes that I had to go through is to understand that we can't force or control life. I think that's often where a lot of stress comes from, is we get addicted to this picture we have in our heads of what life should look like. 
It's those mm. expectations outside of ourselves, um, you know, that we've either created or we we have an implicit perception that we think we're supposed to be something. It often gets created in our childhood or as we progress through life. But we have to remember that those pictures, you know, don't necessarily serve us in life. And that's often where a lot of our stress comes from because we ascribe to these shoulds. And, and I always say, and especially within this book, it's all about unshackling from those shoulds and really starting to trust ourselves because I find so many people don't trust themselves anymore. We've stopped listening to that voice, that knowing, that intuition, and we really give up our power to someone or something outside of ourselves that we think is telling us how life should look, how life should feel, how we should be working through it. And if we start to just create that pause where we can tune back into the fact that we're already worthy, we don't need to strive to achieve, to gain another qualification. And trust me, I gained more qualifications than I know what to do with. I chased those gold stars outside of myself for so long, thinking that if I just hit that delivery, I'd become worthy. And for me, it's really about how do we be more rather than just do more as we start to step away from that shroud of societal conditioning that often keeps us stuck. And I think that's a lot of where this angst comes through with people is because they're so attached to that picture they'd created for themselves. But I think we really need to step back. And I know this was something that I did significantly in the last three years and actually questioned as to whether or not the way I'd been living life actually served me, whether or not it was allowing the gifts that come innately through to me uh, rather than the gifts I thought I was expected to have, you know, the things that everyone says are important in life. But it, I stepped away from that picture, from those shoulds, and found a path that felt far more easeful, that really, you know, lit me up, got me excited. And, you know, I've stepped away from a lot of those things I thought I was chasing previously. Hmm. Wow. So ascribing to the shoulds, who we should be, how we should be in the world, and as you said, these implicit beliefs from, from childhood. So, so difficult to break free of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and you spoke about um, being more um, as opposed to doing more and, you know, reaching for those gold stars. Is it a balance? Is it, are we, are, should we be striving for the balance? I mean, we should be doing, right? I mean, we should be trying to achieve but how, how do we strike the balance that we are trying to achieve in the right way um, that's uh, more in line with, you know, this innate, the intrinsic self? How, how, do we, how do we find that balance? It absolutely is a balance. You're 100% right. And I think to that point, it, this is where the second book um, of mine actually feeds off the first book because it is a flow. There are days where we're going to be getting things done. But I think there is a legacy way, an old paradigm, where we used to stay always on chasing everyone else's to-do lists and expectations. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think we need to spend the time and actually go, you know, what are the things that make me happy? And it can be things that are productive in life that help us achieve our goals. But sometimes we actually have to say, how do I, if we look at productivity more holistically with a more balanced view, that includes rest. That includes play, not just work and being caught up on that always on hamster wheel of life where we literally collapse at the end of the day and the end of our weeks strung out with a nervous system that is screaming at us due to stress but we we don't actually take time to actually enjoy the life that we're building 
And if anything, the last three years has taught us that life is too short. And so we really have to create that space for ourselves that says, you know, how do I look at all of these aspects of my life, my relationships, the things I do for fun, the things that make me feel productive as opposed to busy? And how do I find the balance amongst all of those? And a critical piece is figuring out what matters to us. That's the being part. How do we create experiences and moments that create memories in our lives? That's where we get lit up. We don't get lit up just ticking things off a to-do list. That has to get done. But how do we navigate all of these things together without giving our, our sort of internal locus of control, that internal power, off to someone else who's effectively then running our lives? Yeah. And as you say, I mean, now's the time to do it. We, we've been through so much. I mean, if we if we haven't been rattled and shaken during this time, I, I don't know what will get us to just relook at our lives and, and make the changes. So let's talk about the book, because I love the format of the book. I love that there's stories. I love that at the end of each chapter, you've, you summarize, um, then you, you give ideas, you know, embracing your elegant power, and then you've got journal prompts, you're encouraging people to journal. Um, you've got space at the back of the book. I love that you've got a list of music. Just take us through the book and take us through the kind of experience that you are wanting to create for your readers. Absolutely. And everyone's different. So hence, there is, a, you know, there's various things for various people. There's the detail, the richness within the chapters, the summaries at the end for the people who do want to get there a little quicker and, and don't feel like they can make the amount of time that they wanted to read through everything. The journal prompts help ground us back in and take some action. And they really meant for people to actually use the journal prompts and write them because it's only through an intentional process where we create that awareness for ourselves, where we actually start to change. I've had many people look at the journal prompts and go, yeah, that's cool, I've got it. And I know I did that for many years, but actually when I started to own where I was at, that's when things started to shift. And writing is a great way to do that for ourselves. It's amazing how our thoughts just come out as the unconscious becomes conscious. But you spoke about the stories within this book and the flow of the various concepts as, as we move through the book. And that was really my journey. Um, both of my books together have been my lived experience. You know, they often say that we, we teach what we, we're learning. And for me, this was sharing that path. And it was that layering of almost the, the sort of the stories within my life. And I've shared stories from throughout my life also to remind people that we've always been enough. There is almost this, this sense that we have to become more to be worthy. And I really want to remind people that you started off enough and we've just got to start remembering that for ourselves as we center back in and start to trust ourselves. Um, and so, yeah, there's a lot of concepts that are layered throughout the book because they're so important for people to remember as we start to tune back into our own self-worth and how we, we can navigate um, our own lives, sure of ourselves when we've started to create and remember that trust in ourselves. Mm, beautiful. We're going to take a quick break, Nikki. We're going to, we're going to be right back. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. 
You're listening to the DL Link Show on 101.9 High FM, where we connect you through insights, information, and illumination. Um, and I have Nikki Robotham on the line. She's founder of Inspired Change. She's an intuitive health coach, speaker, thought leader, author of Seven Steps to Finding Flow, Flip the Script on Stress. And we're discussing her new book, Embrace Your Elegant Power, Your Path to Success Through Ease. Um, and Nikki, you were the one who spoke about, um, you know, the unshackling from the shoulds. And you've just given an explanation of how the book works. And you brought up the journal prompts. And I just want to give the audience an idea of how these journal prompts work, looking at the unshackling, the shoulds. So you've got a list of these are the questions that you ask the readers. And this is what they then write about. So what are the stories that you were told growing up? How did these influence the expectations that you placed on yourself? What shoulds have you been shackled to? How many times during the day do you say should? And where is this conditioning creeping into your life? Make a note of the areas in your life where this is showing up. Now, this goes on and on, and you're asking all these relevant questions. So this kind of book, if you follow it, if you follow the journal prompts, if you look at the summaries, you're hoping for an incredible shift to take place, um, Nikki, um, and, um, and, and uh, you know, hopefully people will be able to do that. But is ultimately, ultimately, before we say goodbye to you, what do you want your readers to walk away with at the very end? To your point, I want, I'd like my readers to start learning to trust themselves again, because oh, that for me was the game changer. When we start to trust ourselves again, that shift happens. Uh, we're centered back into ourselves. So when those storms in life, the things that happen to us come, you know, we're anchored into ourselves as opposed to being buffeted by the storm. And for me, that's the most important things that we can do for ourselves in this life is start to trust ourselves again. I love that, Nikki. Where can people get the book? So it's available in all good bookstores in South Africa, on my website, nikkirobotham.com, also on Amazon, Kindle, and there's, it's available on various audiobook formats as well. Fabulous, Nikki. Thank you so much for joining us. It's really great Thank to have you on the show. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks. Bye-bye. So embrace your elegant power, your path to success through ease, Nikki Robotham's, Robotham's um, book. Um, and yeah, you know, step by step, because we talk about, we bring you so many amazing guests and who are so inspiring and they share their stories and they give you tips. And ultimately, there's so much out there. Um, and you get to decide, decide what your flavor is, what you want to do. But how I and we are always going to encourage you to be on the move. And when I say on the move, the move, moving forward, not stagnating, growing, learning, advancing, um, going within, finding out who you are. Um, and I think that our first guest perhaps teaches us that lesson um, in the show today, this young 22-year-old, Rele Bochile, because Oi, did she have to dig deep? Did she have to dig deep? And as a young 22-year-old amputee post-cancer to walk around so proudly who she is, to be so confident, that takes a tremendous amount of work. And as Nikki said, a lot of self-trust. So I hope that the tidbits that we share with you every week resonate, that you grow, because that is what we want for you. This is an extraordinary life. We are extraordinary beings. 
we are given challenges, we are, that we cannot avoid, that is part of this life, it is what it is to be human on this planet in this time. But if we can find ways of digging deep and we can find ways of rising above and growing within ourselves, well, that's what it's all about. I thank you so much for tuning in. As always, it's a privilege to be in your company. For me, Nikki Seberini, until next week, take care and goodbye.